0: What Seniors Need to Know About Mass Health, the Medicaid program in Massachusetts. Up next, On Air with Myrick O'Connell. Hello and welcome to On Air with Myrick O'Connell. I'm Howard Kaplan. This On Air podcast features attorneys from Myrick O'Connell, a full-service law firm with offices in Worcester, Westboro, and Boston. Today's topic... What Seniors Need to Know About mass health, the Medicaid program in Massachusetts. With us today is Elder Law Attorney Arthur Bergeron. It's so great to have you back with us here. Arthur, good morning.
1: It's so much fun to be back, Howard. I've enjoyed these shows a lot. You know, I hope they're informative for folks because I think... You know, you really elicit a lot of important
0: information. No, th- thank you. And you're the one providing it. So, the first question I have, just to start things off, what's the context here as we start discussing MassHealth, the Massachusetts Medicaid program, and seniors?
1: Typically, if you're a senior, the time when you're using, you're interested in using MassHealth, is if you need nursing home care or you need a lot of care at home in order to avoid going to a nursing home. If you're a senior, you're on Medicare, which means that chances are your other ongoing medical expenses as an adult at home are going to be taken care of. So the time that you bump into MassHealth is either because you need nursing home care or because you need a lot of care at home through a program called the Frail Elder Waiver because Medicare doesn't cover that.
0: So now isn't there a five-year gifting look-back period before I as a senior can qualify for MassHealth? Is that true?
1: That, Howard, is the almost the first question that every senior walks into my door uh, saying and talking about is the five-year look-back period and, oh my God, we have to do something because I can never qualify because of the five-year look-back period. So there are two things about that. First, that so-called look-back period, which is a period um, of time that Mass Health imposes and says if you've made even gifts of pretty insubstantial amounts during the five years prior the time you're trying to qualify for MassHealth, um, you're going to be ineligible for a period. That look-back period only applies to transfers to people other than your spouse. So the most common situation that I run into is, is folks come in, and they're, 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 the, the two of them are both there, and, they're, and and one of them often is sick, or they're worried that one of them might get sick, and they're concerned, oh my God, one of us get, you know, gets sick and needs nursing home care, we're never going to be able to qualify for Mass Health, right? And so all of our savings are going to be wiped out and typically the the, the healthy spouse is going to get wiped out with it. And that's not the case, right. right? If a spouse goes into a nursing home, while that spouse has to show that he or she has less than two thousand dollars in countable assets, the healthy spouse can have a lot more than that, can own the home no matter what the equity, can have rental property no matter what the equity can have cash of up to $128,640, but in addition to that, can have unlimited income. So there is always the ability, if one spouse needs to qualify for MassHealth, to have all assets shifted to the other spouse at the last minute. There is no look-back period regarding transfers between spouses. And then to have that healthy spouse rearrange their assets so that the sick spouse can qualify for MassHealth.
0: Right? Exactly. So that look back period
1: doesn't apply in all of those cases. You know, it, it, it is true that there is a look back period regarding uh, if you are single and even if you're not single, if you're giving away things to people other than the spouse, right? So the question is really, how can you deal with those other assets that you have right. that would otherwise right. disqualify you for mess up without giving them away to your children, or to somebody that's going to cause this five year disqualification period.
0: If I qualify for MassHealth, and I'm, I'm sure you get this all the time, won't there be a lien on my assets? If so, then why should I even bother qualifying or applying?
1: You're absolutely right. If a person uh, is trying to qualify for MassHealth uh, and has assets that are non-countable, those assets inevitably are going to get liened so that following um, that person's death, MassHealth will have a lien for repayment, to get repaid for whatever MassHealth had paid on that person's um, behalf. So, for example, if you own a home but you're in a nursing home and you say when you're applying for MassHealth that you intend to return home, that home becomes a non-countable asset. However, once you're on MassHealth, MassHealth will put a lien on that home to assure that MassHealth gets repaid for anything that MassHealth paid on your behalf while you were alive. Similarly with rental property, right? There are some other things that you can do to basically take assets that would otherwise be countable and make them non-countable. You can buy an annuity, as long as that annuity has certain characteristics and, they sh- and that causes you to get repaid during a specific term. You can put money into something called the D4C pooled trust, and we could certainly spend time and we may want to spend some future time in the show talking about D4C pooled trust. Sure. But in all of those cases, uh, Mass Health will have a lien on those assets following your death in order to get repaid. Right. That's definitely the case.
0: And and so many people do get afraid about that statement, but I think yep. you've stated some very reassuring facts about it. And so, right, yeah.
1: so, the, so the real question is: if that if that lean is going to occur, mm-hmm. does it still make sense to qualify for MassHealth, right? right, or to right. try to qualify for MassHealth? While there may be reasons to not qualify, right, the major reason to try to qualify no matter even though MassHealth will ultimately have a lien Mm -hmm. is because of the effect of that qualification on your rate at the nursing home. Um, One of the reasons why people walk in the door and talk to me about these kinds of issues is because they know that nursing home costs are unbelievably expensive. You know, we we live here in, in central Massachusetts, kind of western metro west. In this area, it is not uncommon to have a monthly nursing home bill of around thirteen dollars or $14,000. So for a single person who can't shift all of his assets to, a, to his or her spouse is looking at this huge bill and saying to themselves, oh my God, th- this money is going to evaporate in no time. The, the key thing to understand about MassHealth is that once you have qualified for MassHealth, the monthly bill for the nursing home is no longer that private pay rate. Right. That the, the monthly rate is a rate that is determined by Mass Health. Now, Mass Health, just like the private sector, has has different rates depending on the nursing home. Mass Health negotiates different rates um, with different nursing homes, uh, and those rates, ironically, are often not even connected to the private pay rate. So, if, I've found, you know, nursing homes where the where the private pay rate in, in the area is actually quite a bit higher than the the rest of the market. But when that if someone qualifies for mass health, the mass health rate for that same bed in that same nursing home is actually lower than it is in other nursing homes in the in the market. Exactly. But the main thing to understand is that the mass health rate is typically much lower than the private pay rate. While these rates vary, uh, it has been my experience that the mass health rate tends to be around seven thousand dollars a month, seven thousand to seven thousand five hundred dollars a month. So to, to give an example, to give a pe- people just a sense of this, you know, so if you're looking at a nursing home in this area and say the private pay rate for that nursing home is $13,000 a month and say you're a single woman on social security, you didn't work during your lifetime, you're only getting paid, say, $1,000 a month in social security. So, so the $13,000 minus 1000 is $12,000 a month or 12 times 12 months is $144,000. The burn rate on your assets, if you don't qualify for MassHealth, or until you qualify for MassHealth, is going to be about $144,000 a year. Now, say that you've qualified for MassHealth. From the day you've qualified for MassHealth, that rate at that nursing home is going to drop from that private pay rate of say $13,000 a month to say $7,000 a month. Now, once you've qualified for MassHealth, you qualify based on assets, and then MassHealth expects that you're going to pay your income to the nursing home and MassHealth will pay the rest. So now if the MassHealth rate for that bet is 7000 and you're paying $1,000, a month. MassHealth is going to pay the rest $6,000 a month. 12 times six is $72,000, $72,000 a year or half, half the burn rate would have been on your money if you had been on private pay. So you can see how the reason why I, I talked to so many people about this issue is that over just one year, if you're in a nursing home, the difference between uh, being on that nursing home Qualified for Mass Health versus being on private pay is in this case it's seventy two thousand dollars a year. That is not unusual. That the effect of qualifying for Mass Health is that you've cut the the burn rate on your other assets in half. Exactly. In half. Exactly. So it's a big deal.
0: It really is. And in street terms, the as you put it, the monthly costs of nursing homes anywhere anywhere. It's so incredibly high that to not qualify and uh, be accepted for MassHealth is is just really almost not an option if you can do it. It's an enormous help.
1: It's it's an enormous help. The statistic that I have heard is that something like 75% of all nursing home beds in Massachusetts right now are MassHealth beds. So that when the inevitable question comes up, Oh well, you know, can I if I'm on Mass Health, can I get into a good nursing home? My answer to folks is every nursing home takes mass health. Every nursing home that I am aware of takes mass health. The related question to that, which folks will inevitably ask, will be, but you know, is the care gonna be as good? And as I often tell folks, actually it has been my experience that for folks on Mass Health, the care is better. Yes. Uh, yes. and, and one of the reasons as I explain to people, I said, look, look at this from the perspective of the nursing home. Uh, if you're in a nursing home and you're on private pay and say your relatives are all far away and so you seldom get visited. From the perspective of the nursing home, you become invisible. There's a terrible thing to say, I know. But it just happens in the nature of things. You're in a large facility. You've got nursing homes. Folks have got a ton of work to do. And they know that no one is visiting you. So they know that if you have not gotten your shower on time or if you didn't get fed on time or if you had a problem with the meal, there is going to be someone next to you in the bed saying, take care of this. Take care of this, right? And furthermore, if there is and if for some reason, you know, you, you feel or your relative feels that you're not getting adequate care at that nursing home and you leave that nursing home, while that is certainly has an effect on the nursing home's budget, it's not fatal. Right. On the other hand, mm-hmm. if you are on MassHealth, MassHealth has an interest in probably 75 percent of all the people who are there with you. And MassHealth will conduct inspections Kind of in the on a moment's notice, and it, at least that is my understanding right yes. yep. uh, in order to make in order to make sure that you and everybody else in that nursing home who's on mass health is being taken care of well, and if mass health decides that that nursing home is not taking care of their people well right, and mass health decides that they're no longer going to have a contract with that nursing home, that nursing home will close the next day, yep so. Nursing homes are really interested in making sure that you are well taken care of if you're on mass health.
0: Bottom line, absolutely. So the next question I have is. Does mass health for seniors cover matters beyond nursing home care, or is it just nursing home care
1: and and that's a, I think that's a really important point when we were talking before the show about all seniors you know you can't always qualify for mass health if you are a senior in the community and you're simply trying to qualify for so called community mass health that is. The mass health that is available to people of all ages who are living in the community there's an income limit, and the income limit is extremely low, so it's very hard to qualify for mass health often if you're a senior because the social security check is bigger than that that amount but there is this other program that was developed by mass health it's a, it's really a wonderful program uh, and it was designed to keep people from being in the nursing home because when you when you say to yourself, and "I always tell seniors, you know you don't want to be in the nursing home and mass health doesn't want you to be in the nursing home because if you are it's going to cost them a boatload of money to have you in the nursing home so if you can show to mass health that you would that a you would be otherwise eligible for nursing home care that is that you because you either you need uh help with at least two of the activities of daily living every day Eating, bathing, dressing, toileting, or transferring. Transferring means getting up out of a chair, getting across the room, and sitting down again. Um, if you either need help with two of those, or you need constant supervision because you have dementia, you're you're a danger of just you know walking out into a highway. In either of those cases, then medically you have quali- You can qualify for mass help if you can show that you can meet those criteria, and that if you stayed at home and had sufficient assistance, that you could be at home safely without having to go to a nursing home. And if you can meet these financial criteria, which are the same criteria that you need to meet, asset criteria in order to qualify um, for Mass Health in the nursing home, then you can qualify for this wonderful program called the Frail Elder Waiver. Uh, and the Frail Elder Waiver is really a package of services that MassHealth will pay for, basically, in order to keep you from having to go to the nursing home. They'll pay for home care. There is technically no limit on the amount of home care per week that MassHealth will pay for. It has been my experience that they typically won't pay for more than 40 or 50 hours per week uh, at home, but that's a lot. Yep. So if, you have, if you're if you at home, you have a daughter, a son, a niece, a nephew, someone who is otherwise taking care of you but they've got a day job, or they just, you know, they can't be taking care of you all the time. This program could take care of that, right? There's another program available through the Frail Elder Waiver um, program, a pr- program called Caregiver Homes, which actually allows you, as the caregiver, uh, to be paid a stipend. It's, a, it's something called adult foster care. It's, it's basically a the senior parallel to the foster care system. Right. Uh, But instead of taking care of a very young person, you're now taking care of a very old person and in return for that, MassHealth will pay you not a huge amount, but it's all non-taxable, just like any foster care payment is. So there, there are several options that you have to be able to to have MassHealth help you stay at home once again, if you can qualify financially. Uh, for health, But the same kind of criteria are going to be involved to qualify.
0: Arthur Bergeron, Elder Care Attorney for Myrick O'Connell. You have summed up what is a theoretically complicated process and set of regulations very well and concisely in about 18 minutes, 19 minutes. Arthur, how can folks contact you with questions or concerns?
1: The easiest way is when you can email me, A Bergeron, A-B-E-R-G-E-R-O-N, at MyrickO'Connell.com, M-I-R-I-C-K, Myrick O'Connell, O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L, two N's, two L's.com. Or you can just give me a call. Let me give you my cell phone number. It's 508-596-5526, or my direct line is 508-860-1470. And I'm, I'm happy to talk to anyone, anytime. I love giving advice.
0: On behalf of Attorney Arthur Bergeron and the law firm of Myrick O'Connell, I'm Howard Kaplan. Thanks for joining us. Take care and stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Myrick O'Connell. It is intended to inform you of developments in the law and to provide information of general interest. It is not intended to constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. This podcast may be considered advertising under the rules of the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court.